guys, Jordan and D here for Hashtag Survival, and today we are talking about mechanics for episode 11. I was just going to say mechanic it's mechanically complex. I can't even speak today. It's one of those We're days. We're off to a, a great start. So when you say survival game, the general umbrella of survival, which is, as we know, every game where you try not to die, including <laughs> World of Warcraft and Super Mario, what mechanics would you say you expect so for me specifically, my sort of understanding and perspective of of that topic has has changed over time since uh since playing games with you and such. Cause when I my first I've talked about it before, I believe my first real introduction to survival games was things like Minecraft, uh Ark and um Conan Exiles, stuff like that, which like yeah, you can you can make the argument that they, they are survival games at their core, but they sort of more fit into what we've discussed before as survival light. And I think I've sort of picked up on that and agree with that these days because they uh regarding their mechanics, they're pretty simple. Like I used to think any game that had food and water as a thing you needed that was mind blowing and oh that's yeah that works that's survival right that makes sense yeah um, no i mean i agree there <laughs> it's good that i can prejudice you against <laughs> i used to be more accommodating and, and accepting of other survival titles and then i met you <laughs> then well, <laughs> i met you in your games and then i was like no no it's well it isn't so much the idea that i don't think those are survival games anymore that they're bad games i think they're fine they're still fun i can still go back to conan and play it and enjoy it but i'm enjoying it more for just the combat and the leveling and the building and and the that sort of stuff um the progression and and less for the survival elements you know for me now a game in order to fit this sort of strict survival game genre or whatever you want to call it i think it has to have upkeep that is more complicated than just i have to regain these lost hit points whether that's by you know downing potions or shoving eight stacks of food into your mouth at once i think it needs to be more complex than that i think that whereas the idea of having to eat and drink water and sort of manage that kind of very basic things that used to be a big deal to me. It's it's kind of not anymore. Like I kind of feel like if you just throw having to eat and having to drink into your game and just call it a day, like that's that doesn't even count really anymore. Like it feels like the most basic thing, right, that you can do and it's so easy to just throw in but sort of not pay any mind to. And I think that actually annoys me more is now is when a a mechanic is sort of thrown in just to be there and it doesn't it's like barely noticeable and you don't really have to pay much attention to it if it's not part of the of the the gameplay loop then and it's just something that you just have to throw in you just have to tack on like you're trying you're doing something that is part of the gameplay loop and then you're like then you remember all oh, right I should I should drink a gallon of water so that I'm good for a while. You know, that that kind of, it sort of bothers me more when that's there. Because it's like, it's very pointless. And it just sort of, like, why is it there if it's just an added on thought, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I feel like it's getting a little more common in some games. And some games handle it a little differently. Like, it wasn't necessarily that you had to, say, in Valheim, chug food, for example. You had a base amount of HP. It's not like it dropped if you didn't eat. 
but you were really using the food as like that temporary buff to layer things on. And so it felt like a weird incarnation of something like WoW, where like you're layering on this gear and you're layering on buffs to raise your HP, to raise your your stats. And then if you were to strip all those things away, then you would just be like this naked, you know, low HP, low performing tune. And I feel like in a lot of games where they just put in that one superficial thing where it's like, and you have to eat and drink, but then it ends up being something that even if it's not very common or it's not very like frequent, it's just that one dimensional thing. It ends up feeling like if you had to just continuously chug like health potions and wow like why am i doing this this is not it's not doing anything one thing that goes in terms of having to do the food and water dance in a lot of games where it is more complex is like you said it is more involved you know i'm looking for water i'm boiling the water i'm finding ways to transport it safely i'm finding ways to use it to engage with my crops and things i'm finding ways to find the food or process the food or store the food or the food is going bad like it is it is definitely a lot different than just go out aoe down a bunch of you know deer or whatever buffalo grab this entire giant pile of meat cook it on the fire throw it in a storage chest and then it can sit there until the end of time and then i just <laughs> pop one in my mouth when i need like a buff or extra hp or to quote unquote like fill my food food bar like that kind of one dimensional you know gameplay in terms this is in terms of food and water one of the more common survival mechanics but it does make it feel very like you said tacked on like okay i put on food and water and i put on a build and you can't get killed by the bad thing so this this carry the two up survival game It's a survival game. I've done survival, it. Survival simulation. I think one-dimensional is is a good term, uh, is a good word that I kind of was dancing around but couldn't quite find. Because that's, that's what it feels like, you know, when there's no real interaction with the mechanic, right? Uh, survival mechanics, like seven days, seven days to die. It, um, the, the survival mechanics in that are there, but, you know, it's, it's more about the dealing with the, the hordes of zombies and such but even in that game like if you aren't paying attention to your food and water it's still like you still feel it right because your your stamina suffers you you stop generating health and you can't you don't have your full health like your max health is cut while you're not while you're not full on food or water so like you still feel it you know so it's not just sort of tacked on and i think to me like that's what i want out of my mechanics in a survival game i want it to feel like it makes sense and like it affects you. Yeah. And I mean, Seven Days to Die is definitely one where the survival aspects are very limited in scope. Kind of like the forest where you were chugging it in, but at least there was a little bit of, you know, you had to cook the food. You had to go ahead and make sure you're finding things. There was a lot of, uh, were they, were they candy? No, bags of chips and candy bars or just bags of chips? There was, there was candy bars. There was some sort of, maybe it was bags of chips, but there was, I, yeah. yeah. You were kind of like always drowning in candy bars and, and bags of chips or whatever it was. Yeah. And I mean, the forest would kind of be said that the forest for me was really like, quote unquote, light on the survival <laughs> where it was just very kind of, again, you know, they kind of added in these aspects to make it a little quote unquote survivally on in addition to the surviving of the survival horror, which judging by what they're talking about with like food scarcity and seasons and all that for force too, uh, sons of the force i think that's going to be remedied in the future but obviously until we get our hands on that in october it's hard to say beyond food they have a hard time with putting in any other mechanic that could be something you can balance which to go the completely other direction in terms of mechanically complex i think it's also funny when they do that level of complexity and then they put it in a game where you're kind of wondering like who has time to do it like tarkov had a lot of not survival but like complexity like 
bandaging things or getting damaged in certain limbs and having it drop and stuff. And so you saw that with that. And then with scum, you actually have like full on fucking survival mechanics in scum. And now they're doing the wounds and infection and sepsis and like being in the heat and you dehydrate and you're sweating it away and you're losing weight. And, and then it's just like, but it's also a PVP game. Like, when do you have the time to juggle <laughs> this? I mean, Daisy is very light and compared to scum. Daisy is definitely lighter. But I mean, you know, on some of these public servers in Daisy, we would just be like, spawn dead. Don't have to worry about water. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess I don't have to worry about the fact that I was starving anymore. We had a cold because nothing cures the cold yeah. like that. Literally nothing else in that game kills the cold except for death. It's, sometimes. Yeah, pretty much. It's just pretty much eternal having a cold until you die and respawn. And then you're maybe cold free for a couple minutes before you catch it again. Yeah, but that, that's what I mean is it's kind of interesting. It's like some of them do a nod to having any kind of like mechanic and then some of them go down into the abyss and then some of them are kind of in the middle. They're like food, water, and then uh, in case they're like a multiplayer game, sometimes it'll have something extra because maybe sometimes you can't do that whole like time passing joint. So they might go for something else like oxygen or sanity. Green Hell, Sanity, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I actually, I was going to bring up, I actually really like when games put in a a sanity tracker, a sanity meter, whatever you want to call it. I, I like when you have to sort of balance sanity. Again, though, as long as it's done with care and not just sort of tacked on, I actually, I really liked in Green Hell how your sanity could suffer if you did certain things. And if you let it get too low, you started hearing shit. And the first time that happened to me, like, I was freaked out. I was like, what is this? This is horrible. But it was also, like, super cool because it's a thing that you kind of don't think about, I feel like, is how if you were in a situation like this in real life, yeah, your sanity would probably be suffering. You'd probably be having some trouble. So it's it's an interesting mechanic to throw in and to have to kind of balance. And you can make it again. You can make it either simple, which I I mean I wouldn't. That's kind of it's kind of lame when you do that. Or you can make it a more or complicated thing and and weave it in with the rest of the mechanics and the way the story is going and how the gameplay works and such. And I really like when that's done well. Yeah, Northern Light has a sanity similar to Green Hill, except it seems to kick in more often, and it actually got so annoying that I think I turned down the in-game sound so I didn't have to deal with it. It was just not, I don't know. I Wasn't think I remember, yeah, I think I remember watching you play I don't remember if it was a demo or if it was the full game. Um, you were playing it one time and you're you were just hearing voices like every few seconds there was no real break and you just kind of started ignoring it because it was just constant and yeah that's that's not good you don't want that you want it to be startling i feel like well i think there's a there's a degree of moderation that's required with them and that's why it's like it's like people expect it to have food and water when it's survival but then anytime that the developer is like, oh, we're going to do, you know, uh, like carbs and fats, or we're going to do like different types of food, or we're going to do vegetables and meat or protein or like anytime they try to add any kind of nuance to it, people lose their shit. And it's like, they want some, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, they want it to be complex and they want it to not be something where you feel like the tank is always empty. You where people are always complaining, oh, I could, you know, if I killed a deer, I'd get this many pounds of meat and it would last me this much. And if I ate 17 steaks, brr, 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 and if I ate one steak, it would last me three hours. And if I sprinted for 17 hours, like, it's always so weird because it's like they want to do the math sometimes to prove a point. And then the other times they want to complain that something is too intricate and there's no middle ground to it. Like, I would rather be team super intricate, more like uh, scum is 
going, you know, because there's a lot of it that isn't quite implemented, but I would far rather do that than have it just be like, oh, well, I ate a, a steak today. So now I'm good until <laughs> tomorrow and I can sprint forever. I can jump 18 feet, even though I'm wearing 72 pounds of gear on my back. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with you. I never thought that I would say that, that I would say, yes, I agree with you. I want my game to be ridiculously complex. Hey, now, don't um, qualify that. That was like, I never <laughs> thought I would say that I would agree with you. Well, yeah, I, I guess full stop there. No, I, I never thought that I would prefer a more complex system over a more simple system because that's not really the way I am when it comes to my games for the most part. But like, I, I agree with you 100% here. Like, I would much rather have a system like Scum or even Subsistence has a more complex system in the fact that it separates meat and vegetables, which I think it's the only game other than Scum that does that, um, that we've played at least. But I would much rather have a system like that than just a... You know, like you, like you said, you just you stuff one steak in your mouth and then it, you're good. Or like, oh, I found an egg. Let me just stuff that in my mouth. All right, I'm good for a while. You know, I would much rather have the the complexity of scum with the different foods and the different vitamins and the carbs and the fats or whatever. I'll take that any day over that. Yeah, I like when there is some detail to things where you can look at it and be like, you're going to get more energy or whatever, whatever out of this bare steak than this egg or the snail or whatever the case may be. Now, I know people like to immediately either be in praise of the way Green Hell did it or against it. End of the day, too, like I found it. I never found it hard to, number one, do anything with the food there, even on the King of the Jungle setting, because there was just so much fucking food. And also, I never really felt, I don't know, restricted by trying to balance the different type, you know the protein carbs and whatever it just it was never really bothersome it was so easy just to grab shit and just keep them balanced i mean there were fucking bananas and coconuts everywhere there were fruits everywhere and it was just not a problem so i like the direction scum is going i don't know that i've noticed like, obviously there is a bit to do with it with your weight and everything but i don't know in scum that i've really noticed it's i mean it's certainly implemented because there's definitely some foods that give you i've definitely noticed on my character sheet like there's times when i have like very low in one vitamin then i eat something and it goes up i don't know that i've noticed exactly how that affects you but i don't know if that's a matter of it not being fully implemented or me just not recognizing it you know because there's just so much in scum that goes into the way your character can function that it is kind of hard to narrow down like oh the reason i'm running out of stamina so fast is because i don't have enough vitamin b or whatever you know it's it, it, it's it's hard because you don't know if it's that if it's your your weight if it's your your strength stat is too low or something it's it's hard because there's just so much going in it's really difficult to pinpoint whether you know how much these certain vitamins and, and stuff affect you and how i think it's one of those things where i can believe just based on what they're doing recently i'm gonna end up being one of those things that it's gonna influence future stuff like i can see like scurvy you know for low vitamin c or just different things i know they had said with the sepsis it would be something where the infection based on like your immune system and how healthy you were and so i think it's something that's going to really start to influence it later on but i think and i can't remember off the top of my head because there are so many but i only feel like there was maybe one or two like vitamins or minerals that i would usually see in the red but i never 
never noticed difference. I think it's kind of like min-maxing a WoW. Like, unless you play at that 1%, then you don't notice that you're not, like, ideally gemmed and geared and stuff. And I feel like it's that. Like, I'm not <laughs> doing running around in PvP and really trying to, like, crank my tune into whatever. So I yeah. don't notice the slight bits of, I don't know, difference. Unless I'm overloaded and then I should go, you know, try to walk in the water and then I'm shocked when I drown. And <laughs> then just sink to the bottom. Yeah, that was that was fun times. We may or may not have done that, like, three times before we realized what the problem was it's such a weird not like a weird problem in the sense that you can't be overweighted and do it but it was so funny coming from literally every other game where you're just like well yes i will walk in the water with my magical wormhole bag oh wait like seven days where you can bike <laughs> it just biked yeah <laughs> bike bike through the water uh. <laughs> and then we're just like well, this game is so stupid why is it so broken why, why do we can't keep I swim it's so <laughs> why is swimming no work oh, crappy God. game that was an experience and you know now that i feel like now that we recognize that that's what happened we're like yeah of course that makes perfect sense but it's like you said like no other game we played took that into account before so it, it hit us completely by surprise and to the point where we thought it was a bug and didn't even consider that was just the mechanic is that obviously if you're carrying like 50 pounds of gear and you're wearing like steel-toed boots and a jacket jeans you know like you're gonna you're probably gonna sink you're gonna have trouble it's also hard in games like that where we had come from having a bunch of bugs and issues that just just seemed like right on the heels of that like another bug or issue yeah and then we were like oh god the game's bugging again then we're like wait a minute yeah that's true it comes down you're going back to the the minerals and such i think it does sort of come down to min-maxing if you really want to pay very close attention and, and really balance those things. Uh, you don't like need to be that specific just to survive, because honestly, for the most part, I'm never really that specific. I, I don't think you are either, Jordan, when we play Scum. Like, we're not sitting here like, okay, we have some bear meat we need some more of the minerals from wolf meat so let's go hunt a wolf instead no we're just happy if we found and killed a bear we're like yes we have 50 bear steaks we're set for life uh so like it's i think it's cool that exists as something you can kind of min max and really get down and dirty with if that is something that appeals to you and something that matters and maybe it becomes more important in like really tough pvp fights and such but I like that it's not, you don't have to go fully complicated with it. I'm also very happy that it's not stupid simple into finding the food and preparing the food and then making sure the food doesn't spoil. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of things where, again, because there is no actual on paper description or requirement or whatever you want to call it for the umbrella of survival gaming, I feel like it ends up being one of those things where people just feel like, well, it has A and it has B, so like you have food, you can craft, and you can build survival. And I... You know, small land. Like I, I linked to you, I think that thing where the guy had described what small land was. And I was like, what does this sound like to you? This totally unknown game that I'm just giving you just one sentence out of context. And you were like, is this an MMO? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. my point. Yeah. For the benefit of the listeners, he he linked me the just an excerpt from the dev didn't tell me who it was uh, or what the game was or anything. Just sort of was like, if I just gave you this, what would you think? And, you know, like Jordan said, I 
I said it sounded like an MMO, because to me it did. And you know, that's fine. That's perfectly okay. Yeah. I it was just funny because like that that interview was so all over the place. Yeah. Let me tell you how what were they well, grounded. Let me tell you how grounded is in survival. But also let me tell you how we are survival. But also let me basically just tell you, like, let me take a, a sentence out of like if I was describing World of Warcraft. Like there's time gating and quests <laughs> and you have factions and you have to craft armor and oh, because you're not yeah. being killed by bugs. That's just, okay, cool. So it's like not being killed by zombies then. I think maybe for that interview, it may have been just a a failure to kind of communicate precisely what they were trying to say. I think they were trying to, you know, tell some of the cool features they had planned and, you know, all the, the quests and stuff. Like they wanted to show off those features. But they didn't quite they didn't quite answer the question then. Like they were so eager to show off these other features that are very MMO like that they didn't get into maybe the other features that they're gonna work on or they're gonna add that are more survival like. So it, it did come off very like all over the place because of that. Yeah, whatever it was, it was uh but there's a couple of the upcoming ones where I actually have oh god, I don't even know, maybe like eighty uh Discord servers and I try to process them and some of them I'm active in and some of them I'm active in certain channels and there is like a whole like subfolder of ones that I'm waiting to add because just like they label themselves and they come across my Steam queue or they come across my I don't know Reddit feed or whatever the thing is and they are all like we're survival this and that and this and then I just I don't you know I look at it and I'm like I'm sorry this looks like this looks like World of Warcraft or this looks like a racing game or this looks like an RPG I, I don't see it and I just end up tabling them until I can actually understand like what the fuck they're trying to do because all I end up seeing is like you can build and craft ergo and i'm like but what but what i mean i do that in ESO too so what <laughs> yeah maybe it's a a matter of that some of these survival elements and mechanics that we talk about maybe they just don't seem sexy you know as things to express that are going to be in your game at least not so much as uh, we're going to have quests and cool AI that you can interact with can, and we're going to have a story that you can follow like i suppose that's maybe more intriguing sounding to a wider audience then you have to monitor your calories and your sanity and not go insane see i always talk about how like survival mechanics aren't sexy right so yeah. it's really hard to be like are you excited you're gonna have to shit and piss <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have I mean, to deal with again, getting sick. Not that many of them do the shitting and pissing thing, but I mean, it is, right. you know, potentially like unless you're ARC, in which case it seems to be like a perk for people, you know, and scum until we get toilet paper, you can see yeah. how it, although I do carry a lot of things in my prison wallet. So I just want to point out that it's not all not useful. Oh, uh, just shitting I, out bananas and candy I, bars. I have offered you prison wallet bananas and candy bars before. Uh, I have turned them down. Dear listeners, I've turned them down. <laughs> That's okay. I just put them in the box sheets and anyway, it's totally <laughs> fine. But, you know, I can understand how it's not very exciting. But at the same time, like that level of grit and detail, like I want to hear about it. Like, tell me about the painstaking inventory. Tell me I can't carry shit until I craft myself a bag. Tell me I'm going to eat a chicken that I plucked and I'm gnawing on. It's raw and I'm going to get sick. I can't do the sexy girl voice, but like, oh, baby, tell me about these mechanics. Like, this is what I like. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, I'm very into that level of detail and I want to know to see the visuals and whatever, but it's not what makes it 
interesting. Right. And I think, unfortunately, for most people that it's the opposite. You know, they want to see the, the, the pretty screenshots and they want to hear about the, the way the combat's going to work, what sort of AI they can fight or interact with or what, uh, what they can build, what they can craft. And yeah, all of that is cool. And all of that can be important to a survival game as well. But then again, what separates it as survival versus an RPG or an MMO or an adventure game? And that's where these non-sexy elements have to come into play. And these these are the mechanics, I think, that we are talking about here. You know, the mechanics that we want and we expect out of a survival game. I think at the end of the day, it, like they all need to work together to have it be gritty and make it feel like survival. I think when it's anything else or when it's kind of just like you could craft but you don't, you don't, you know, could build something, but it doesn't really matter. You could try to eat something, bam, eating deer, or whatever, whatever. When it's very simplistic and it doesn't feel intricate, then I feel like it ends up being, it makes me just kind of put it more into another category. You know, crafting and building are two of the things that they end up coming into these mechanic, these mechanic like discussions. And I don't necessarily feel like the way that they do it is what makes it or breaks it. Because, you know, and there's a lot of games where they do like the blueprints or they do the shadow builds. There's a lot of games where they do reinforcing existing structures like uh, Survive the Night or building, you know, putting down the little blueprints like in Green Hell. And then there's TLD, The Long Dark, where you don't build at all. There's no building in that game. That is like my top choice for a survival game. <laughs> like <laughs> Everything about it is just so intricate and lonely. And you just, you know, all the choices and decisions you're making are just so relevant to surviving. And I was almost going to say like, maybe like that could be something they could talk about is like choices and decisions being impactful and stuff. But then I also feel like that kind of makes it sound like a role-playing game. I don't play as many role-playing games as you, so. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of a big thing that people want out of their RPGs these days as well is choices that are significant and affect the world and the things around them. That's sort of, that's a thing that is mostly wanted and expected. Um, so yeah, like you're, you're right about that. Can't really describe it. It's like a certain level of like being specific to your survival. Like not that you can choose to go and help the person or not that you can choose to go out in the storm or not that you can like, yeah, you can make that choice. Like you're, you're controlling the character. It's not like you can't like the door locks. You can't go out of the cabin at night or whatever. But it's like you're making a choice that is like this very, very specific focus that can get you killed or that can have repercussions beyond that. You know, like in seven days, like how many times is it night? Like the zombies are faster you know, it's dark, there are more of them, they aggro quicker. And how many times you make that choice to try and go out there and go farm wood or something, knowing that like a dog pack could come or, you know, you could be set upon by a group and be locked in a thing and then not have food and water and starve. Like these are things that make it have that level of being intricate, not just that it's an inconvenience, like, oh, you're over there, you're going to die, whatever, you'll respawn and come back. And yet you can do that in seven days. But it still is like an impactful, even though it's not permadeath, it still has an impact. I can't really explain it better than that. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think you you have to explain it better than that. I think that's a, a fine way to explain it. If a mechanic just feels like an inconvenience that you you just deal with because, you know, like, eh, whatever, I have to, and it's like a, a, a shrug of your shoulders to, to deal with or to manage, then like that's, why is it even there? You know, it's just, it's it's pointless 
I, I want it to feel like it's impactful. Like if I make the choice to to not that food that's at my house and just trek out anyway, I, I want it to feel like it will have effects if things don't go right. If it's not going to, then then what's the point of it being in there? I think TLD, even though TLD is very simplistic in a lot of ways, there's no building, there's crafting, which can be, I don't say intricate, but there is a lot of stuff you can craft. The permadeath paired with just all the restrictions, the restrictions on your weight and the restrictions on, you know, like if you have a lot of raw meat, like it'll draw the wolves. And if you're in whatever setting, like you don't have certain guns or you don't have certain items and just those restrictions, like that kind of restriction on there. Like I know everybody wants, you know, games like, oh, I can go and do anything and I can fly and fly a car and you know, I could go play Diablo Immortal and have a fucking shit ton of microtransactions and go broke. Like people want a lot of like freedom, but I think when you give them these restrictions, it makes for such compelling gameplay. Like TLD, there's just like you have X amount of space and you can craft a bit. And I'm not saying that you can't like tweak that a bit. You know, it's turning towards night, but I really need wood. What should I carry? You know, should I carry all this extra shit? Should I carry the, you know, all the extra bandages and clothing and repair? and this and that in case I get attacked by wolves or in case I get lost because I'm terrible at directions and or should I just go with just a knife you know an axe and a knife and just kind of wing it I'm only going out for wood I'll be back before nightfall and you know then you get damaged or you get you know run off by a bear and you can't get back like it just gives you so much stuff that you can do and I just feel like it makes it so alive and I think that's a problem with a lot of them is that they end up just feeling very like one or two dimensional (laughs) like there's not really much to it like once you figure out the math to it, then like the mechanics, you figure it out. And, and a lot of the things where people are like, yeah, you know, every three days, this animal will spawn here. Or every four days, the tree comes back or, you know, this spot always has X food or whatever the case may be. And they figure out that math to it. Like every X hours, I eat this one food and then I eat this meat because that gives me exactly X point whatever calories. And that'll last me 10 hours of game time. And then I sleep for this amount of time. And I feel like once you do all that shit, then it really just takes away the magic. Like it's like, it's it's like the magic of Disneyland, right? Like once you know all the shit behind the scenes and the rides and everything like that, it just like I don't want to learn any of that. <laughs> magic forever. Yeah. No, I get you. I think that's that's true of any game though, right? Once it sort of becomes I, I think especially for MMOs, I, I find this happening. Once it becomes sort of a routine and you're just sort of following a very set, very strict path every day, you log in, you know, you have to do these dailies. Uh, you have to, you know, farm this thing, you know, so you can make that stack of food for the raid that's every Tuesday. Um, you know, it can start to become mind numbing and, and boring and make you wonder, why am I doing this? Um, so that, that can happen in any game, but I think certainly in a survival game, it's, it can be the death of the game's enjoyment, right? Because, you need to have these things to react to and you need to be able to be feeling that things are affecting you and that things are happening that you need to deal with that you need to use your you need to use your brain to kind of overcome and you have to make these important decisions like you know oh do i what do i carry on me do i go out for food now do i risk it and wait you know these things they have to matter i think for a survival game to be successful yeah and i think so often they don't and then it makes me sad and 
I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of the upcoming games where I'm just kind of, I'm kind of waiting for the hook. <laughs> I'm waiting for yeah. the, I'm waiting for what's going to make it interesting. And so a lot of people are putting up demos and stuff. And I know, I, I mean, I, I love me a demo. I like a chance to try things out. With, I mean, without having to play it and then return it, obviously. But there's a bunch where I'm just kind of like, I, I've tried them now and I'm just like, uh. Eh. I still think it's great and I still think it's very pretty. I think people like it and whatever, but I'm very like, ah, yes. Like now I can see, like you've been explaining things, but now that I've actually felt it and I've played it, now I'm very much like, okay, yeah, not for me. No, thank you. You kind of go back a little bit to, you know, we brought up crafting and uh, and building. Um, I think in terms of, so it seems like the conclusion we've come to mostly is that we want our mechanics to feel like they matter and like they actually have an effect. Um, and I think that building and crafting can contribute to that. You know, I know that the Lawn Dark is your favorite and it has no building whatsoever. And I think that's fine. But I think that building mechanics in a survival game can be really good and can be really important because, I mean, you know, having shelter is one of the things that you need. That's one of the basic needs humans to survive. In fact, I think like when you're young and <laughs> for some reason, I don't know if you remember this, like for a while when we were kids, like I was put in the situation where I thought that we were going to be like lost in the woods more regularly than it actually happened because <laughs> I feel like... Like, we would read books about survival and stuff, and, like, they would be like, oh, here's what you have to do, like, if you ever are in lost in the wilderness or whatever. And uh, one of those things was, you know, one of the first things you gotta do is you gotta find shelter. You gotta either find or build shelter. That's very important. Um, so I think that considering its importance for survival, putting a building mechanic in a survival game can be done well. It has to... I mean, that that's it, right? It has to be done well. It can't just be all right, let me, I'll press this button and I throw up a log cabin. I throw two logs and it's done. You know, it has to feel like, okay, I have to gather the materials. I have to find a good spot. I have to put it all together. Um, I have to make sure I'm keeping up my water and my food because doing this exertion is going to take it out of me. And again, it has to all work together. And I think the same with crafting, right? Because you have to decide, okay, I have this rock and I have this stick. I can make an axe or I can make a knife what's more important for me to have right now and you have to make that choice and i think that's where a lot of these games end up i don't want to say stumbling and i feel like part of it is because with early access games you know it's a solo dev and rather than being able to have like all these things in front of them level and raise them up at the same time they're having to kind of leap back and forth like i'll raise up this mechanic and then i'll raise up this and it ends up being that building I feel like building is one of those things that like these early access or tiny devs or survival games, they end up doing a lot with, and then they turn into building simulators. And I know for some of them, it's because like there is a lot of complexity in doing AI, doing non-crappy, reactive, fleshed out, you know, fun to interact with or shoot or whatever AI. And I get that. But, you know, a lot of these titles, I feel like they just end up being these building things. And then people ask for more and more and more and more, you know, pieces or things. And then all of a sudden it's like, yes, I am simultaneously uh, alone in the woods and I have nothing. And I just made a rock or I just made a knife out of these two rocks. But also I have this 18,000 square foot mansion with 20 levels. <laughs> And a hot tub and an air conditioner and then a tree village with walkways. And I, I don't get and it. It seems to happen more often than not in survival games, like that, um, that building thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's for sure a place for that as well. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun. 
sort of in your downtime, if you have downtime, to be like, okay, I'm going to add another room to my house, and then that's more room for me to have storage or, or whatever. And it can be fun to sort of try to plan out how it's going to look and the layout and stuff. But I think you're right that some people just want that portion, you know, and they don't really want to deal with the survival portion. And I think that's when things like, you know, a creative mode versus the normal mode come in and, you know, why well, I think they're okay. You know, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing that some games have them. No, I mean, I never mind modes. I don't, I would rather implement modes if it means that I'll get the mode that I personally want to play, even if you end up having a bunch of modes that I would never play or I think are dumb because right. hey, then I win too. I don't understand. Yeah. Like if you're just like, I'm only going to make this one crappy mode and then I'm kind of like, well, now I'm sad. Because now I can't play this game because that mode sucks, but whatever. But, you know, like there's Interloper for the Long Dark and then there's like the Pilgrim. And, you know, Becca plays on Pilgrim and that's fine. I would never do it. I get bored. There's so much mm -hmm. fucking loot. You can't it's just like, I need 18 more bags, carry all this fucking loot. But, you know, I, I'm fine with it being there. There's passive or build modes on things like the Forest and, you know, Infected and a whole bunch of other games. And I don't mind them. It's just funny because then I feel like, you know, Infected being a good example that the building outstripped some of the other game whatever you want to call them pillars foundations like whatever mm -hmm. and then you almost end up like you, you know you put more effort into it you get more people who like that you put more effort into it you get more people who like that and when you start working on the other aspects like we see this a lot in infected you know we put in things towards you know the devil put in things that hype up or influence the survival aspects you know, this thing will be harder or this thing will be more punishing or whatever. And then you get a lot of pushback and complaints from the builders because they just want to build. They don't want to yeah. be bothered by like mechanics and survival and, you know, things trying to eat you or weather breaking things or being sick or whatever. They just want to build. And mm -hmm. then it's almost like you, it's almost like you split the game. <laughs> like you're, right. Like you're splitting the player base. I think yeah. TLD was really smart to not put in building. Like, I think that was so smart. <laughs> it seems to have worked out for them, you know, because then they just threw in, like you said, the, um, like the, the pacifist kind of motives where there's a lot of loot and the animals don't attack you. You know, they didn't have to worry about sort of separating, a, oh, here's a creative mode where you can just build. They, they sort of, they were able to do that where it was just a, a less complicated, less difficult mode. Also have like their custom mode is one of the most intricate that I've come across. Like in their custom mode, you can do, you can use one of the actual levels as a template. So you can be like, oh, give me the settings of interloper. And then you can go in and just fine tune so precisely exactly how you want to play. And then you can actually generate a code and send it to your friend if you want it to be like, hey, you know, we're gonna have a contest so you can survive the you know the longest you can set it up and send them the code and then you can both play on those settings, which I oh, like. That's I cool. think it's yeah, I think it's really cool. I haven't found anybody to play that with me. But because <laughs> Becca wants to play on Pilgrim and Foxy wants to play on Pilgrim and I don't. And I'm like, let's play Interloper and they're like, let's not do that ever. <laughs> that so, sounds terrible. Let's not do that. Well I mean for them to be fair, like they joke about it. They both know like they would log in and die. So, and for me and Pilgrim, I would just probably go kill myself. <laughs> I feel like I'm on day 700 million. I, I want to be done. I, I can't do this anymore. But I think there's some where, you know, in some ways when you can separate it entirely, great. Totally fine with that. Like if you want to go be builder mode and you want to go build and never have to deal with any kind of mechanics or 
you know, just have them feed you endless trees and rocks or whatever the fuck. Like, great. That, that's never going to impact me. So for the fuck do I care? I don't like if it dumbs down or simplifies like the actual main or only game mode, whatever you want to call it. Like that's when it starts to become more of a problem, I guess you could say. And at least for games that I'm aware of now, I'm trying to think if there's any uh, upcoming. Now, I feel like the upcoming one talked about like the ones i'm thinking of i've talked about having like very clear paths or having a builder mode but you know like for games like scum and daisy or the very least daisy like you play daisy like that's it like that that's the settings you're playing on unless you're on a, cu- a custom server yeah the food spawns in the world like the zombies wouldn't drop food and you couldn't get i think the like mushrooms it was or fruit off the trees so it was a little harder you weren't quite drowning in food yeah green hell is very similar to tld like the way they put in those like little custom settings it's very very finite like you're on this setting this is what happens you're on this setting this is what happens to the animals this is what happens to the food this is what happens to how quickly your stats degrade it's very very like this is what it is and i like that i think that's really neat and then there's some where they go a little more light on it like in subsistence what is it you can have your length of the year and if the hunters are on and off which is fine you know i think stranded deep had that too or it's like but it's easy hard and whatever I feel like it ends up being some kind of difficulty like that for a lot of these games. I'm actually looking through my Steam library because I'm just like, what other games do <laughs> that kind of setup? Survive of the Nights is one where you're not really looking towards like there is survival and God, Survive of the Nights has the best food. Like doing that stew. Oh man. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I wanna take a moment to step away from what we are talking about to to plead with survival game developers. Please add more cooking and fishing mechanics to your games and please make them good. Please don't give me what like Scum currently has where it's like, okay, put the meat by the fire and hope that it works. <laughs> I, w- I love cooking and fishing games. I love the mechanics. I love when they have like little mini games, which is funny because when I was younger, I absolutely hated them because I was like, oh, this is so boring. No, now I love them. Give me a good cooking and fishing mechanic and I will love your game. Survive the Nights is just like, there's some stuff I want to tweak. Like there is way too much loot, like way too much loot. There is a lot. Yeah. Way too much food loot too, weirdly. But like that building the fire, building the, the grating, putting the grating, putting the pot down like that, being able to interact with things and put them down and rotate them and just like decorate your thing, even though you can't base build. But you can, what is it, fortify, like fortify house, make those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that is so cool. And it's funny it because it's kind of like it's the completely opposite direction of Seven Days to Die, right? Because like in mm-hmm. Seven Days to Die, you could just make and break and fucking build and whatever, anything. But, yeah, anything. Yeah, but for some reason, just the menace and like like the feeling of the horde and, so, and survive the nights and the feeling of menace and the way they come and how creepy they are is so much more for me in Survive the Nights than in Seven Days. Like in Seven Days, yeah. it's really just the jump scares, the fucking jump scares that give me clear, apparently a heart, <laughs> a heart complex. Like you, you heard it here, folks. Seven Days to Die gave Jordan a heart complex. <laughs> <laughs> like this is where I'm having my heart problems lately. It's probably that game. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't take. I'm too much of a baby, which means that probably Sons of the Forest will probably kill me. Oh God, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> going to play it in the daytime with my door locked, so Becca can't come up behind me and scare me. All the with lights the, on, with the sound off, with the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Brightness turned fully up. Yep, with you, with me, 
going into every cave and opening and door or whatever first with you on live screen so I can see what you're seeing so that I can be like, I can have my jump scare before I actually get jump scared. There you go. It's going to be a process, but we'll make it work. I have a list. But you know, I mean, there's somewhere it's just not like the the shit and scum. The puppets are more annoying. I, I feel like we go into town, we hop in a window, we fire a gun, and then they come and we just bludgeon them to death. Yeah, they can... They can get you if you're not prepared and you get swarmed, but like you said, like most of the time we sort of just, you're able to hide. They can't get into the buildings. They don't attack the doors. They can't climb in the windows. So you get in a building and you're pretty much safe. And then you can either melee them down one by one slowly or just shoot them all and, and you're done. So you can easily sort of work around them. And I think the same is true of seven days. Right. Like, yeah, you can get swarmed easily. And if you're in a bad spot, then you're screwed. But we, we found out, we figured out like what the good places to use as bases are and where we can be almost completely safe, even during horde nights where we don't ever really have to worry about dying as long as we are smart and not like me and jump down into the middle of them to collect loot. But you can't really do that and survive the night. It's like they can break down the door, they can climb through the windows, and you can't, you, you can fortify these things, but they can still break them down. Like you can never make anything completely foolproof. Like they're well, going to get it. <laughs> they knock, they knock first. Oh, yes, they knock because they're polite zombies. It's like an etiquette thing. Yeah. I just yeah, want to, of course, it's funny that they do that. Yeah. They have to politely tell you that they're about to come in and eat your face. But you know what? I mean, that's still the thing. Like it's still the most terrifying slash menacing thing for me and even though they knock which is kind of funny but like when they break <laughs> when they literally break the glass and then they hook their arms over and climb in like that climb in, and yeah. especially it's dark and all you can see is a silhouette that shit's terrifying but then when the yeah. next one comes it's like and they open the door that's funny <laughs> yeah i'm still crying in the corner like scared but it's funny scared it's yeah exactly it's a little bit of laughter before you get murdered it's all things in moderation but there's <laughs> a bunch of them where it's just you know there's certain mechanics like if i could just pick out like let me see you're going to go about this. Okay. So I would do, <laughs> I would take the building of seven days to die. I don't mind it. I think it's funny. Like if I had a building mode in a game that was like seven days to die building where you could just be stupid and build pits and put spikes in it and <laughs> like just do all that kind of like the painting thing, the paintbrush yeah, to make things look nice. Like that's pretty cool. I will take that. It is. That would be like in a little mode for me. Daisy. I like the gritty look to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just got it's- that. I don't know. It does look very cobbled together, like, you know, like it would be if you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and you just have to use the materials you find and what sort of crappy tools you got. You know, it it looks like a building would look in that situation. But I think in, same with Scum, really. In Daisy, it's just like, as far as the game, like overall, like Daisy just hits that grittiness really well. It does. Like, yeah. you got all the little, like, random bits of clothing. You're wearing a fucking Jester's hat. You got a metal pipe. You know, you're wearing a school backpack, you're carrying around like a fucking loaf of bread and a giant, for some reason, giant box of cereal. I don't understand the sizing. I've not seen boxes (laughs) of cereal that are this big, Uh but, you know, everything about it is just very like, you know, it's constantly gray in Livonia. It's raining. It's just very gritty. You're sick. You're sneezing. I just, I really like so much of it. I don't like getting shot from hackers when I'm, you know, in a fucking locked room laying on the ground and I fucking get killed by a gunshot. Like mm-hmm. that, that is less it's fun not to great. me. Yeah. No, but like if I could take, I would take that out of Daisy. Let me see. I'm going down the list. The forest. I would take the AI, the complexity yeah. of the AI in the forest. That was great. God, yeah. Throw away all the survival features because they were shitty. The map was very <laughs> tiny. 
So I don't really need that. I don't need that tarp. I was really not oh yeah the, the, tarp. the magic tarp yeah the magic wormhole tarp yeah I mean I'll, I'll take the fire arrows those were really fun <laughs> yes the fire arrows were great and I think that's really the only thing I would take from there green hell uh, the building the the look of the environment wasn't bad I'm really yeah. not a fan of this whole like let's have everything on the watch that everybody does like I understand why uh, they're doing it but I don't know I would take from green hell um, the way you handle certain injuries. Like the the leeches and stuff, I would take that system because I I always thought that was unique and cool. You know how it wasn't just oh let me just take this leaf and wrap it around as a bandage and I'm done that fixes everything. I like that there were different solutions to to different things. Green Hell did phenomenal with that, and it wasn't I'm gonna make antibiotics like seven days, yeah, like in Scum or like in seven days where you're just ripping up bandages and somehow this this is all you need. Like a wolf bit me, but this piece of cloth will fix it <laughs> i'm all I will, better now I, I just wrapped this around even though i almost died from this bear balling this piece of cloth this is a really good quality it's organic cloth it really <laughs> it works really well for these things i mean using the ants in green hell was cool using the different yeah. types of bandages all that stuff was great i would definitely take all that yeah, from icarus sure. i would take having your house burned down <laughs> yeah no actually as as like horrifying as it is, I think it was it was cool because it forced you to have to pay attention and be ready. You know, even if you weren't even safe in your house because your house might catch fire and you got to deal with that. So I think that was good. I also like carrying the animals. Yes. It's not a, it's not a mechanic. It's just like a little flavor thing. But it, it's kind of cool to actually just pick it up and be like, I will bring this in the house and I will process it in the house. Yeah, yeah. Not just be like, let me cut up this bear and then put it in my pocket. Scum also does okay with that. Like, I'm okay with cutting it up into the giant pieces. Yeah. Like, that's not bad. Um, Let me see. Do-do-do-do-do. Icarus. I will take nothing from Last Oasis because that was garbage right now. The Long Dark. I mean, I love the inventory and stuff. It's not a bag system. I'm much more a fan of, like, Green Hell-style bag system. But I like the solitude of the Long Dark. Like, everything just fell and Nothing was really unrealistic. You weren't suddenly, like, making air conditioners and building... 10 foot tall things and fighting 18 zombies with your machine gun and everything was just very like you know you can carry 20 pounds of gear you have 30 pounds of shit make a decision decide yep yeah make a choice that that's all you got miss survival i haven't played that much to really make a decision northern lights was very very similar to green hell remnants is very similar to like daisy and scum so those aren't very useful rust can go burn in a fire stranded deep like i like radial wheels but you completely fuck that yeah no thanks so that i don't know also like why do i have to make boxes to put three items in or six items in and then carry then that's okay yeah you have 18 boxes in your radial wheel pocket but it was just like let me remember what box i have shit in let me dump them all on the ground. <laughs> Let me pick them all back up and put them back in uh, my, what, my my business casual fucking dockers. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's like a fucking what a scuba tank in there and like a spear gun and uh, some scrap metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not just like pieces, of, like actual big fucking huge two by fours and scrap metal uh-huh. are in a box, which is in my dockers. Yep. This is totally yeah. That legit. was that was something. We'll be nice. I'll take sun sunburn yeah no the sunburn was 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 cool the first time that happened to me i was like what the hell like i wasn't expecting it but it it makes perfect sense yeah i'll take sunburn you can keep the fucking pigs <laughs> yeah oh, no yeah. thanks on the pigs no thanks. i'll take the giant crabs i'll take one giant crab as a pet. <laughs> yes i i can agree with that like it can just hang out in whatever my game is subsistence uh, 
If I could just pick up the mechanics of subsistence and put it down in a game that looks better and then put in better AI. Yeah. Because like the seasons, like they did I was the gonna say the seasons, so good. The weather and the seasons are fantastic in that game. So, so good. Like I don't even, uh, but the AI, the animals are so bad. Like, let's not even go into the hunters, which all apparently are like fucking, I don't know, Navy SEAL fucking ranger sniper, whatever the fuck they are. They all have like, a butt. <laughs> they're ridiculous. But the wolves and the fucking bears are so bad. And for anyone listening who has a problem with avoiding them, I'm sorry. I don't understand why you have a problem with this. Like, uh, no, you, readers, I have a problem with this. So it's okay. Dee's D, D's bad at this game. I'm but, very like, bad. Dee's <laughs> like, and I'm dead. And I'm dead. And I'm like, what the fuck? I've been dragging 18 wolves and also picking up fiber. Like a diligent <laughs> little survivalist. That was I've rough. run into the wolves. Rough playing on the two-man on the the God, whatever the hard mode thing is. That was quite difficult. <laughs> was not aware that it killed me every time he died. That was yeah, no, that was... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, I've got so much shit, man, we're dead. And now I've got mm-hmm. so much nails and we're dead again. Cool. I'm just going to sit here and not move until she's safe. And then, then I will go out and pick things up. <laughs> then I'll be able to. Nope, we're dead again. <laughs> that that didn't work either. <laughs> and we starved oh. to death on our one foundation house. I really like Survivalist Invisible Strain. It's a game I have to review for the website, but I've been having a lot of fun on that game. I die like every fucking five seconds. Every death is really fun, but I'll go into more of that next time. But if you haven't tried it, try Survival Fountain of Youth. It reminds me mechanically like green hell but tuned harder in the normal mode like it's actually the first mechanically complex game that has come out in a bit but it's good that's cool yeah i have yet to try it out it's it's very good i'm very pleased with it i'm i'm interested in see exactly like what they plan on doing as they move forward like it's got little elements almost of like tld it's got like um surveying and just it's just very interesting the animals the ai the animals that's definitely a weak a weak point like super aggressive birds and then some weird like i don't know dog beaver something thing i forgot what it is but overall it's just it's really solid game and the fact that it's you know not an 18 year thousand thousand month fucking alpha like (laughs) like seven days to die it's just it's so nice i'm pretty pleased with the humanity is another one that is pretty interesting mechanics wise although i'm having a problem navigating because of the top down kind of weird camera view they do like it's very it's very hard for me i'm not i'm not good at that viewpoint because i'm getting used to i imagine because it's not really a a common viewpoint that's used in games like it's not the top down that's difficult it's the i i just feel like i want to move the camera with the right mouse button i feel like was that a diablo thing or uh moving the camera yeah there was some game i was playing top down where i expected it to move the camera in a certain way and it did and i haven't played diablo in a while so i can't remember no. if it was diablo no diablo you can't move the camera it follows okay. you it centers you and you just follows you i don't remember what game it was it might have been above snakes but in this game you can only in humanity you can only rotate the camera with q and e and it's just it also like kind of hitches when you do it and your tune will turn whichever way your mouse is. So pretty much whenever I was trying to record footage, I was just constantly like running backwards for like acres at a time. Jordan was really walking. It was a very important part of the survival. It really 
looks kind of dumb and I keep trying to like turn around and do it and I just I don't know I think apparently I move my mouse around a lot when I'm trying to do things so I'm constantly like going different directions and yeah but it is really fun it's kind of like a top-down survive the night meet seven days maybe I'm pretty I definitely yeah, I'm definitely intending to try that one. I'm going to give it a shot on my Steam Deck. Seems like a game that would play well on it. Yeah, and they plan to have four-player co-op. So like I was saying, I think that'll be a good game for us yeah, when, for we're sure. done, when we're done murdering things on uh, on Sundays and <laughs> when we're done getting killed by the new AI on, on Scum, whenever that comes out <laughs> in a hundred years. But yeah, survival game yeah. mechanics. Put them in. Put them in. Make them matter. Make them feel like they matter. Make, make them matter. Matter yourselves by making them, making them matter. Stay safe. Bye.